Joining me now again, want to bring him back to the show is Corey Lee, executive director of the Cowtown Foundation Inc. And he's working to free the black farmers from the overreach of the USDA. Corey, welcome back to the CL Bryan show. How have you been, friend? And tell us about what's going on. Man, I've been wonderful, man. I'm, you know, quietly doing the Lord's work and uh there have been so many people along the way that's been helping us get where we need to be to kind of right some of the, the wrongs of the past and so that uh the present farmers can to have their justice and future farmers can uh have a farm to go to. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank you for bringing me back on your platform. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Always great to talk to you, Corey, because you are a man of substance and purpose. And, man, we need more just like you out there. Tell us about the overreach. How is and in what ways is the USDA heavy-handedly dealing with black farmers? Well, back in 1999, uh, the USDA reached a settlement agreement with uh, black farmers uh, to where they admitted to uh, systemic discrimination over uh, decades beforehand. And so it was supposed to be about a $2.5 billion, $2.3 billion uh, settlement. And what has happened is is that they repudiated the agreement. And so uh, they used the court systems in Washington, D.C. to basically maybe give one or two farmers, I think there were 17,000 farmers, who uh, prevailed in the class and only 300 and maybe 80 got uh, debt relief that was promised. And then 7,000 farmers that actually own farms and some of them, you know, with large tracts of land, 4,000 acres, no better, you know, they were denied any justice at all. And so as time has elapsed, they went back to doing the same old things. And, and so we got caught up in the, in the uh, political process and, you know, and both sides are guilty, but both both sides are guilty. But I'm hoping that as every year to go by that uh, black politicians and even friends of black farmers will go ahead and find their voice and do what's right. And and so you, we have a wonderful lady and a mutual friend of Vivian Childs. Oh, yeah. she is like Harriet Tubman. Yeah. I mean, she has been on the ground with us. You know, she has gotten us into places that we have never dreamed of getting into to try and resolve these problems. And and now uh, what we're facing is, so now we're having a transition. Uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I say, you know, both parties are guilty for the oppression of black farmers. And I said, for example, when President Obama was in office, the uh, Congressional Black Caucus, well, they didn't want to do anything to upset his uh, presidencies, because he said that you know, their constituents would break them over the polls, but at the same time, we're losing 1,000 acres of land a year at the hands of the USDA. And uh, and so, you know, so they're, they're not without yeah, fault. Yeah, and, yeah. And, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned something that is always on the television screen. And many times we dismiss this word because it is used by the wrong people. But, folks, I'm telling you now that this word is being used by the right person, because you are seeing the hypocrisy of both parties, the hypocrisy of the American government when it comes to the black farmer systemically doing this 
through a governmental agency like the USDA. Corey, is there something that you can identify that would help us realize how systemic this can be? Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty straightforward and easy. For example, when a similar situated white farmer has a grievance with the uh, USDA on, you know, on some kind of program loan, he can file a complaint with the uh, administrative law judge office Within 180 days, he'll have a one-day mini-trial where he can get, you know, his records and a representative or or themselves uh, go before this judge. If they're victorious, within 15 days, he has his money. And basically, he's never out of business. But uh, since 2000, there have been over 14,000 black farmers to file complaints, and they send their complaints to the Assistant Secretary of Civil Rights where he doesn't get to see with the investigation curtails of, in fact, only four black farmers have received a uh, administrative decision since the year 2000, and none of the four actually got any monetary damages outside of a court forcing them to do something, and that was that was a fluke, so to speak. And and so they used that process to basically. Uh, further oppress black farmers and to, to get the land. Even when Congress stepped in to act to pr- uh, place a moratorium provision uh, on uh, these socially disadvantaged farmers that had pending complaints, well, they used the, uh, the D.C. Circuit Court, uh, uh, D.C. District Court, D.C. Circuit Court to uh, basically circumvent the congressional acts. And so with people not speaking up, the the whole cycle continues, and they were using the federal courts to do it. Wow! So, wow! Let me let me interject this in here, Corey. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I want you to continue this. But folks, while you're listening to this, and and I know the many thousands of you listening across the nation right now, listen to what is being said here. Your government actually takes uh, and gives money to people who would burn stuff down, riot, loot, all of that kind of thing in destruction of a nation. Here are black farmers who are producers. Either you're a consumer or you're a producer in this nation. That's the way it is in life. These men are producers. Yet, the same government that will give money to those who would destroy our nation will not subsidize and help the black farmer who is a, a prototype of what we want to see happen for everybody in this nation, and that is bring something to the table. Corey, would you say that that's a good description of what's happening here? That, that's an accurate summary of what's going on. And uh, what COVID has shown us, so when, uh, when COVID uh, went down, there were, again, the USDA, that and uh, some other political things, Similar situated white farmers got $46 billion, and black farmers got absolutely nothing. And so one thing that has happened in 2020, and I'm, you know, and I'm glad to finally live to see it happen, is that those who become a friend of our movement, and I think that in 2022, whether it's President Trump or the new administration that will sign this executive order, they will be rewarded at the polls because we're tired, as you spoke of earlier, of the lip service from both both sides, and we get nothing for it but heartache. And then I'm tired of going into homes of older black uh, uh, men and women and watching them to cry 
and to lose everything they've ever worked for for no fault of their own. And somebody has to take a stand to to stop this madness. And so we're going to hold everybody accountable to how they treat us. And again, we spoke of earlier, our mutual friend of Vivian Childs. Yes, wonderful woman, woman, wonderful woman. Oh, she is tireless in this cause. And, and, and I'm glad that you're giving me the opportunity to explain to what's going on there, or that, that's going on right now. You know, if President Trump says, you know what, Corey Lee, you're right. Put something in front of me and let's fix this right now. The red side will be rewarded in 2022. That's a promise. Because even those who said they are friends, uh, the politicians of the black farmers, they're not. Because I can go over and over and over. Of, of the certain circumstances that happened with the Obama thing. Oh, we don't want to upset his administration. I can, you, you expect my, my people in my community to die because, of, you know, they were too scared to touch our issue? No, they will, they will pay the price too. So nobody is going to sit here again from this day forward and tell us what they're going to do just to get our vote and then ride off into the sunset. The party that comes to the table will be rewarded. I, I will also spawn the thought process of who, 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 who should our allegiance really be to? I like it, Corey. Let me, let me say this. Corey Lee is my special guest. He is the executive director of the Cowtown Foundation, Inc. And hey, folks, working to free the black farmers from the overreach of uh, the USDA. Corey, if you will forward that to Michelle, uh, I will run it up. Uh, I sit on one of the president's advisory boards. In fact, Black Voices for Trump, Vivian, and I uh, have access to people who can get this in front of him right quick. And that has to happen right quick, actually, if he's going to do any type of executive order. And I'd love to see that be uh, the president. Uh, so if, if, I, if you can uh, send that over to her, I will uh, dispatch that as soon as I receive it. And I want to help you in any way that I possibly can. Are you saying to us, Corey Lee, that um, the, the black farmer in so many cases, the one you're talking about when you go into the older black farmer's house, they have been put out of business because they have not actually received the same uh, consideration as their counterparts? It, it, it's two parts to that. One, they... Were, uh, they wanted settlement, and it was supposed to relieve the debt that they occurred over the years, and they never received it. And so the USDA doubled down to come back to take those farms. And said, well, we didn't say that we were going to give you that debt. And, and so it, it was a 15 to 20-year plan that was put together, and we're, we're starting to realize the fruition of what the real issue was. And so that – and even going forward from 1999, they still can't get, for the most part – the uh, loans, and if they do uh, get loans from the USDA, they don't get it in a timely fashion. You know, they may, you know, the crops go in the ground in March and April. They might not get their loan until August. So then what wow. do they do? Wow. Well, you know, I come from farmers, and I know exactly what you just described, and that is disaster. Uh, let let me ask you this then. Uh, is this a land grab? It sounds like uh, this is a land grab, uh, like you owe your soul to the company store, and when you can't pay, they take your property. Uh, is, is, has that been going on as well? That is exactly what's been going on. And like it says, but the USDA 
could not have done this without the help of some of the federal judges. And what they do is is that uh, the agreement says that all these cases that for these Pickford class members are supposed to be resolved in D.C., the USDA will go to the federal courts and where the, uh, real, the real estate is located, and they'll foreclose on them. And when the farmer brings up, say, hey, wait a minute, I won this case. The, the, the judges just overlook it, and they take their, their property. You know, there's not enough time in the day of the cases that I could tell you what has happened to black farmers unjustly, and that now is the time that President Trump or whoever fix this problem. And again, and I cannot overstate this, whoever fixes this problem by executive order will be rewarded. If not 2022, it will happen in Georgia because then we got something for our time. And that could really be the balance. That could really be the check and balance or how the pendulum swings over in that Senate race down in Georgia. Uh, This has to be uh, brought, Michelle, we must bring this to the forefront immediately, immediately. And, hey, uh, let me give you, of course, it's much too close to Christmas. We gave you too many kudos, Michelle. I don't want to get that Christmas bonus out too too early. But but just the same, I'm glad that you brought Corey to the show today. America needs to hear this. And it sounds as though there are too many judges absolutely disregarding things that they should be paying attention to. And one of them you would think before you grant a foreclosure and a seizure of a property is the fact that there has been a case one that should immune that property from being foreclosed on. So, Corey, something's terribly wrong. And uh, as, as is so many things in this country right now, but I'm glad that we got a chance to talk to you about it. Hey, man, I'm going to be calling you myself. It'll probably over, be over the weekend. I'm going to be making it back up to Georgia soon, and I want to meet with you uh, when I get up there. And so, uh, Corey, I want to thank you for coming on with me. Listen, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are. We're going to bring attention to your cause.